Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. You're listening to the Unchained Rock Show with me, Steve Harrison, right here on ARFM. Uh, Now, uh, it seems to me that Frontier's record label are snapping up the world's best talent uh, in rock and roll, AOR, metal, call it what you like. They have got a certain eye for it. Uh, And my next guest, no exception from that at all. Their uh, debut album with Frontier's, but their third album in the band's lifetime uh, from the band Temple Balls. Uh, what an absolute pleasure to be talking to the vocalist. Now, I've got to try and get this right with accent as well. Arde Ternen. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Arde, how are you doing? How are you doing, man? I'm doing just fine. Thank you. Thank you. How about you? Hey, I am not too bad. All the better for talking to you, mate. I really do appreciate you taking the time to chat to us on ARFM. An absolute pleasure. Now, let's just cut to the chase. Uh, The new album from Temple Balls, Pyramide. I've been fortunate to have a preview copy. Mate, what an absolute banger of an album. Seriously, just great, uplifting rock and roll. Just what we need. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, I mean, like uh, everyone who has heard it so far seems to like it. And we are so happy that that the reception has been so amazing, you know? Yeah. Uh, All of the reviews we have had have been like, like... Like oh my god, where has this band been been so long? Like it's, we we, <laughs> we started in uh, twenty oh nine, so wow. so <laughs> it's been quite a long time since since uh, we started this whole project. Although I jumped in uh, around twenty fourteen, yeah, and uh, yeah, so it's been uh, eight years. What uh, yeah. No, no, no. Seven years for me right, for now. Right. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that because I've got to say, I'll be honest with you, I, I, was, I was exactly the same. And it was like, uh, yeah. we got the first single, Thunder from the North sent through, and it's like, oh my God, this is brilliant. Who is this band? And then realising it's your third album. So instantly I'm thinking, uh, let's do the old, uh, you know, I've, I, I'm not a big fan of Spotify streaming platform, but at least it allows me access to check your back catalogue. And it's just like, oh my God, why have I not heard of these before? These are great. <laughs> and, and then the opportunity awesome. to get the album. Uh, so uh, are, are you hearing that quite a lot then, where people are saying, oh my God, this is great. I've never heard of these before. Where have they come from? I think, I think that's, that's the most uh, like frequent. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, that's, that's totally fine. That's totally, absolutely, absolutely fine. You know, I, I think that's one of the best things that uh, when people like eventually find you, they they are so excited to yes. find us. Like yeah, like uh, not just like oh yeah, I should probably listen to that. And yeah, it's it seems like an okay band. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Because like 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 <laughs> like that type type of hype and like. Uh, it, it was. That, I, I just love it. I it, just was, love it, it. It was like, oh my god, where have these been? Third album. Let me check the first two, and, and, and instantly it's like, oh god, this is great. Where you know, why have I not heard of this? And sometimes I think I, I feel really bad for not sort of think and for thinking, why have I not heard of these before? Uh, and I suppose part of it is the sort of the distribution, whether you sort of you know how you get uh, into a particular band through the word of mouth seems to have lost quite a lot really, and you you know you pick mm-hmm. up bands mm-hmm. through 
social media. But the unfortunate thing is, with the good old Facebook, Instagram algorithms, you know, you, you miss so much because you haven't clicked yeah, a, a certain keyword like finish rock or finish metal. So I, I didn't search that, so therefore I don't get to see you, which is rubbish, really. Yeah, that's uh, like 100% true. Like uh, it's every time every time we post something on our uh, social media channels, it's like uh, we we got to figure out the perfect timing to yes. uh to get the maximum amount of reactions and all, that sort, sort of stuff. So it's really like uh hard yeah. these days to actually uh, like approach people online like uh i i think these days tiktok might, might be the best time <laughs> yeah. best platform to reach as many people as possible <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, we we haven't done that so far but uh maybe we will at some point i don't know let's see let's see about that later <laughs> I, i'm gonna say yeah it's, it's always an option but you use that as the the, the last resort give a tw- 20 second soundbite of uh yeah, uh, yeah of, temp- <laughs> of temple balls this is what you're missing bang yeah. that's it yeah indeed so, <laughs> so let's talk about the album then uh pyramide interesting title and i was thinking pyramide where where does that come from then uh, it was like uh our our bass player jimmy he tends to uh throw a joke every once in a while right. <laughs> and uh in in finnish and in english as well so uh he was joking uh joking about uh something he was like mixing pyramid uh like pyromaniac and oh. uh, dynamite <laughs> all together oh, oh, right, and okay. he just kept on repeating like pyramid pyramide 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 <laughs> and then then our <laughs> producer jonah t heard that heard that he was like oh my god guys that's that's an awesome album title you should keep that <laughs> it wasn't an a- album title at that point at least but we chose to, right. we chose to because it kept it kept saying it to you Eventually. often enough, and it was like it was that subliminal yeah. messaging whispering it in your ear. Ah, oh, Dave, precisely pyramide, pyramide, and they were like, "Oh, I know, let's do pyramide." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine, indeed. Let's have absolutely like uh, uh, the way Jimmy Jimmy likes to introduce his ideas to us. <laughs> he just keeps on keeps on repeating something and <laughs> well, drives us all crazy. Yeah, with his jokes and. Uh, sayings and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> wearing you down. So uh, you mentioned there Jonah T, uh, and I've met Jonah T and interviewed him quite a few times, obviously from Heat. Uh, uh, so, And you've got quite a, a, a fairly longish relationship with Jonah, right back, if I'm not mistaken, when you, you do all the searching for the research, and it's like, was he on the first album and then did some production on the second album as well? Am I right in thinking that? Yeah, 100% correct. Uh he jumped in uh, when we were recording our debut album, Traded Dreams. And uh, yeah, he back then we had a different producer, uh, a guy called Tobias Lindel, also from Sweden, but living in Thailand. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we flew over to Thailand and uh, uh, rented a studio there, uh, Karma Sound Studios, yeah. which was actually a really nice studio. And uh, Tobias was there and he asked if we would like to have some keyboards and uh, extra backing vocals for the album. Yeah. And uh, then we were like, okay, yeah, sure. Who do you suggest? And he said immediately like, uh, yeah, Jonah T of Heat. We were like, 
that John T, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah. We should probably ask ask him to uh, play some keys. And yeah, he did uh, did uh, amazing tracks uh, for debut album. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then we we were kind of looking for a producer for our second album, but we weren't that sure if we would contact him about right. producing right. stuff. Like, I mean, uh, contacting uh, Jonah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, eventually uh, we didn't find uh, f- find a proper uh, producer, which we would have all, which we all would have loved, like s- uh, somehow or the product. He yeah. <laughs> product yeah. Uh, somebody had produced. And uh, yeah, so we asked, asked him to uh, like uh, hop in and uh, <laughs> we're on that road <laughs> and, the, and the rest is history as they say yeah rest is history <laughs> yeah precisely so yeah it, it was like uh it was really nice because uh we produced the the first two uh songs on untamed we produced them by ourselves but right. like uh, ultimately we realized that we really need a producer because we were kind of lost uh so the guitarist had changed uh one guitarist had changed uh since the release of traded dreams and uh we were kind of having issues uh what kind of songs do we want to put together on the album and so on so uh, i think jonah helped like uh really really a lot yeah uh, with that process yeah yeah, absolutely. Well, I've got to say that uh, the the album itself as well, Paramount, again, fortunate to have a copy. It's just a, a really strong, killer album. Uh, there's some great tracks on it. The, the singles as well, obviously. Uh, T.O.T.C., the good old thrill of the chase. Uh, uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, and then, as I say, uh, Thunder from the North. Uh, but the, one of my favourite tracks on it, and it's just it's that sort of, that catchy sort of rock track that then increases in the the tempo change uh heart of a warrior what a great great song uh mm-hmm. and and i think there's there's, there's a clear sort of transition from the previous two albums even in the, the fact that untamed came out i think was it about 2019 but there does seem to be that you know i know it's a cliche and it's often said that you know sort of bands they mature they grow the production but it's true on a, a lot of bands unless you're acdc and you're releasing the same album for the last 35 years or more but <laughs> but it's true to say that but on this album, there is a sort of a, a distinct sort of a step up. Uh, and like every awesome rock album, what a cracking, cracking ballad. Uh, if, if only I could. Just a superb. Uh, Thank you. So, you know, <laughs> tell us a little bit about the sort of the, the writing then uh, 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 around the sort of tracks and your involvement. Is it, a, is it a, a whole band thing or is it, you know, is it something that you'll do all the lyrics and then come with the melody lines after the guys have put... You know, sort of their, their demos together. How does it work for you guys? Well, uh, we record uh, demos like uh, by ourselves, and then we share what we have done. Like uh, we do a lot of stuff remotely yeah. since uh, two of us live in Helsinki, in southern part of Finland, and yeah. then the rest of the three guys live in Oulu, which is our band's like headquarters. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like six hundred kilometers away from Helsinki, so. Uh, it's quite a distance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we work a lot like remotely. Uh, we here in Helsinki might do do the basic uh, music and uh, some vocal vocal tracks and yeah. uh, 
maybe a chorus or a verse or something and some lyrics and then we send uh send the demos over to uh Oulu uh, and the guys in Oulu they check them out and say like uh give us some feedback maybe suggest some some uh yeah uh changes and so on and they like it's vice versa kind of thing so they they will do the same for us and uh, uh then we usually have like two or three pre-production sessions uh where we all are together uh we we band and the producer as well yeah. so uh on uh, pyramide we had two i think we had two pre-production sessions uh one of them was uh held in uh stockholm yeah sweden and uh, one of them was uh, like a week before we went to studio 57 to record pyramide so yeah uh that's usually usually the way uh we write and uh and write and record yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh yeah and and the studio studio session itself usually it's like uh or actually every time it's like we all gather up together yeah. to have, have a great time and and uh even though we we might record like uh instruments separately we still have our like each other's back yes. and so on yeah. so i think i think you can probably probably hear it somehow on the record because yeah. you have your like you have your best buddies yes. to uh, play with. Yeah, well, I think that uh, that's what I'm saying. It's the, it's a really upbeat album uh, uh, as a whole, uh, and it sort of it really flows really well. There's, you know, and it's again, it's just one of those sort of descriptors of it. It's sort of like that he- the energy, uh, you know, the sort of the, the upbeat, and, but the ballad itself is such a such a wonderful piece. Uh, and Thank then, you. and the fact is, it's you know, there's quite led. I love the, I always love the harmonies, and then that sort of the gang chant sort of style in terms of the choruses. It, it's great. So, in terms of your influences, have you all got sort of varying, uh, like a wide array of influences in terms of what you sort of grew up on in music, or are you all sort of fairly, you know, that sort of is it is it is it rooted in eighties sort of uh, classic sort of rock and the, the metal, the rat and the motley. Crew and the docking, or is it more modern than that? Or is it like you know, you like a bit of Miles Davis, you like a bit of jazz, you like a bit of Stevie Wonder and a bit of Toto? Is it an eclectic? Well, you mix? got me at that. <laughs> got me on that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we all all share our like mutual influences in in like uh, monsters of rock and heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. Like new wave of British heavy metal and uh, and uh, that eighties LA scene and that stuff. Uh, we all grew up listening to that, but yeah. uh, of course, obviously, we we have like uh, many like uh, like a big variety of uh, bands and artists we listen to nowadays. Yeah, but uh, I think I think I think the most diehard metal fans are Gimme and Yiri, uh, right. bass player and guitarist. <laughs> there, they're like super heavy metal guys. <laughs> like go big, go big with heavy metal or go home. <laughs> right, yeah. It's 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 amazing, amazing thing to have those guys in the band. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, it's metal yeah. or nothing. Is it like that? Yeah, yeah. precisely, precisely. <laughs> so you can probably imagine uh, how hard it was to like sneak in the ballad yes. onto the album. <laughs> 
yeah, indeed, indeed. So, what about your sort of vocal influences then? Were you sort of, uh, we, you know, like guitarists or sort of rave on about, oh, Steve Vai, Joe Satriani, Paul Gilbert, Ingve Malmsteen, that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And bass players all talk about, you know, Marcus Grosskopf from Halloween or Steve DiGiorgio yeah. from Testament or Billy Sheehan, Mr. Big, that sort of thing. Did, did mm-hmm. you sort of think about that from a, a, a vocal perspective? Uh, and we, did you admire sort of uh, front men, front women, vocal styles, or was it just a thing that you just fell into? Oh, well, uh, there's like tons of different vocalists. Yeah. I love, and uh, they, they all... Uh, they all are like uh like uh gurus in their own genre yes for example i'd say uh marvin gay uh and then i would say robert plant i'd probably say freddie mercury obviously yeah, yeah. Uh, bon scott and uh then uh probably phil anselmo yeah uh, m shadows and uh to top that, I'd say I so, put a wild card, Lady Gaga. Oh, oh <laughs> right. Oh, that's interesting. Really, one of my first, like, oh. uh, like, like modern yeah. day singers, yeah. one of my personal favorites. Well, she is a great she's singer. Got, she, yeah. yeah, she's got like, uh, even though even though the music is really pop. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, but still her voice is like super rock. At some points, absolutely, definitely, yeah. and and you're right. I mean, it's, it's for me, whilst I I'm a fairly diehard sort of rock and metal, but I listen to absolutely everything. And if it's good music mm-hmm. and it's got a good melody and it touches oh, you yeah. in an emotional sense, then it's and, and it's a great song. It don't matter what it is, whether it be a jazz, pop, rock, or whatever. But yeah, Lady Gaga. When you sort mm-hmm. of look at her vocal performances as part of, for instance, A Star Is Born, the film, and, and a great remake mm-hmm. and, and a great musical melody. And interestingly, you know, it's got that she has that rock element pink as another sort of pop artists oh yeah and yeah. actually i've seen believe it or not I, you know and i will admit it i'll hold my hand up i've seen taylor swift live and I, oh, yeah. it, and interestingly uh that uh, pop artists like that tend to have a more of a, a rock edge to their session musicians and band members mm-hmm. and i'm thinking mm-hmm. like rihanna true, she's got nuno betancourt from extreme oh that's that's an awesome collaboration it's amazing i just love it yeah and, yeah, and he's yeah. been the long time guitarist for that but i saw taylor swift and it was like i was so impressed with the band and her interpretations because it was almost like well it's almost like a rock act and the stage oh, yeah. show was like Iron Maiden. It was all pyro and stage effects yeah. and props. It was like, this beats a lot of metal concerts, hands down. I've got to say. <laughs> and she was a great, a great singer as well. So no. Yeah, doubt because about it. because you have this have this uh, like big show element on top of on top of like a great uh, like overall performance yeah. and and playing and singing and that sort of stuff. So yeah. so it's like. Uh, Really simple to like, like it. Yes. Really like it yeah, or yeah. love it. Yeah. Even. You mentioned then as well just Phil Anselmo and M Shadow. So I take it you're a Pantera yeah. and Avenged Sevenfold fan then. Is that, uh, is, yeah. You... Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I listen to, uh, yeah, Vulgar Display of Power and uh, Cowboys from Hell every once in a while. And, uh, you know, uh, when I was probably like 16 or 17, I listened to a lot of uh, Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, like uh, like their uh, self-titled album is one of my absolute favorites. Yeah, and then like City of Evil and uh, probably like Nightmare and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I yeah. I just I just simply love it. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. In terms of just a sort of a bit of an offshoot, um, and it's always one of those where you you always make an assumption around touring bands and and artists and the large artists (laughs) from the States. Uh, Is there a sort of a main... Is it one of those that's on the major sort of tour routes coming to to mainland, to Finland, to like for Helsinki, for instance? Is it bands will play Helsinki, but but nowhere else is like one big arena there, and that's that's the one date in Finland? Is that is that how it's been? And is that do you see the opportunity to see many major bands like that? Mm, yeah, we do nowadays. I think we have uh, like somehow Finnish uh, like. Uh, the bands they they bring to Finland they they have been bigger and bigger like uh, continuously yeah like uh, uh, evolved somehow the the whole system yeah system how they do it here and uh, how big of shows they play and so on so uh, like we have this Olympic Stadium and uh, like there's been many 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 great rock band rock bands and uh, and also pop pop bands and yeah. so on so for example like iron maiden bruce yeah. springsteen metallica and yeah uh keys and that that sort of bands slayer uh what else like you you just <laughs> you have a big list yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which goes on and on uh so yeah i think um i think it kind of changed uh somehow during the probably like uh in the midst of uh 80s and 90s yeah uh, the bands realized that this is actually a potential like market uh, marketing area. Yes, yeah. Like uh, and and people really really love to go to the shows and yeah. so on. Uh, I think Tavastia Klubi was one of the first ones to like actually expand their like uh, uh, like. Uh, Schedule, yeah. no, not schedule. Oh, oh, capacity. Out of yeah. the words. Ca- yeah, capacity. capacity. Yeah, for the size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, like, uh, like bigger bands, even even like Bon Jovi was about to play in Tavastia Klubi, which is like, uh, which has a capacity of like seven or eight hundred people. Oh wow! And yeah, that was like like early eighties, yeah. I, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't I don't know what went wrong, but they eventually didn't play. And next time they uh, came here or or the first show they played here, I think it was uh, Helsinki Ice Hall, right. which which has a capacity of uh, <laughs> a bit more <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. So yeah, but but still still like Tavastia uh, Klubi was one of the one of the first ones to like actually approach those like quite big bands yeah. even though they were in uh, of course like stadium bands back then but yeah. but they at least like try to lure them to come to play in <laughs> Finland as well so i think that was one of the cornerstones how how like uh, the whole business like uh, started to move yeah, towards yeah, finland to grow, as well yeah, yeah. and also at the same time like uh, in the late 90s perhaps and uh early 2000s we got like children of bottom nightwish yes. and morphis yeah. and that that sort of band yeah. went out from finland abroad yeah. to play really huge festivals and huge tours yeah and of course sonata arctica uh, which we opened yeah for uh in 2019 yeah yeah exactly so um 
in, so in, tell us a little bit about uh, how you came to forge the relationship uh, and then join Frontiers as a, as a label then, because they, they really have uh, taken on uh, a lot of artists and a lot of great artists because their mainstay, you know, they used to have like Journey on their label and Whitesnake and Def Leppard are on Frontiers <laughs> and they've really expanded their roster of artists. Uh, and are now really capturing a great, great scene across and, and sort of expanding the heavier aspect of things. So how did you come to be on Frontiers and how did that work for you? Uh, well, actually, we we approached them uh, when we were trying to uh, look up for a label for our debut album. Oh, but, right. Okay. Uh, back then, they, yeah. were, they weren't actually interested <laughs> right. uh, in uh, doing any collaboration with it. Yeah. But uh, like... Uh, I'm not sure if we, if it was like during the touring of uh, of Untamed, uh, we got an offer from them, them, and uh, then we had to obviously had to uh, discuss things very uh, thoroughly. Yeah, through uh, to actually make the deal happen because we had the previous label and that, that sort of stuff. So uh, we were about to uh, start the recordings and pre-productions for uh pyramide right so we really had to like uh make the decision pretty quickly like uh before we go to the studio what, <laughs> yeah. whatever we want want to do and uh whatever we decide so we we had a numerous chats together with the band and the management and uh finally came to a, a decision that we're gonna hop in with frontiers and I think uh, I think like uh, the previous label was really good, yes. uh, but I think Frontiers is like uh, is it's like a match made in heaven for us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think the guys in uh, uh, the whole whole office like likes us and uh, uh, they work hard for us yeah. and work hard for many 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 ba- bands and and uh, I just so far I I just love it. Yeah, love yeah. to be, love to be. Uh, in their roster. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, in terms of... Uh, I, I, we haven't even mentioned the C word. I've not even mentioned COVID and pandemic, and I'm trying to avoid it because <laughs> I've done a lot of interviews over the last 12 months because uh, artists and bands, nobody's playing anywhere, so they're, all they've got to do, they've got to, I'm mm-hmm. forcing them to talk to me. So, I'll, But I might just get to that <laughs> a little bit in a second. Um, so in terms of the, the live scene then, uh, and uh, and again, doing a bit of the research, we are you scheduled? to tour with is it heat later on this year because i i noticed that heat are coming over to the uk and i was and i thought oh, i wonder if you're going to be touring with them then but it's not it's two british bands so i'm a bit like no bring temple balls come on <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice would have been uh absolutely nice uh but yeah i were we're only on on the uh European leg of the tour, right? Uh, like rest of the tour in Europe, and uh, yeah, it's starting. Uh, it starts in uh, October. I think it was like a health health ish yes. month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. But uh, of course, times are a bit uncertain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like I said, and uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to play play there and uh because uh like like uh, almost all of our shows are have been cancelled or postponed yeah uh until 
like next year or something. So I I really would love to play at least a few shows yeah. <laughs> this yeah. year. So um, yeah, let's see what happens. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I really hope hope because uh, Heat is a great band and uh, the other uh, opening band uh, Reach yes. there. Yeah. great band as well yeah so i'm really looking forward to play with with that sort of talented musicians yeah. and uh, great guys and, yeah you know i'm i'm like 110 sure that we're gonna have some fun on tour yeah absolutely i can imagine uh so a couple of uh, sort of final sort of questions from me then Arde. in terms of um the sort of downtime then through this pandemic and you mentioned the ice hall actually are you a, are you an ice hockey fan Oh yeah, I am. I, I am. I just thought oh, yeah. I just thought I'd ask the question because I am as well. Uh, and literally, oh, yeah. literally down the road, about sort of twenty miles away, uh, Sheffield, which is the home, uh, well, sort of home of the Saxon Def Leppard and the home of rock. Sheffield, it's the steel mm. city of rock. Uh, everybody says Birmingham because of Black Sabbath. I say Sheffield because of Def Leppard and, and Saxon. But I, <laughs> I follow the uh, Sheffield Steelers, and I've got to say that uh, our uh, elite ice hockey league in in the UK has been decimated. Not had any games for well, for close on. 18 months now uh well 14 months and they've just started mm-hmm. them again behind closed doors so uh is that something that has it started again over there uh, in terms of the season or is it pre-season or have there, have there been any matches uh there's there's uh the finnish league is playing uh at the moment actually yep. I, th- I think there's a couple of couple of matches going on uh, but uh, they don't have any audience, and yeah. also the players are are uh, all tested before yes. uh, before games, and uh, I think after games as well. Yeah, if I'm not completely mistaken. Yeah. So yeah, we also had like a, a short, or <laughs> I probably cannot say a short break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ice hockey, but uh, I think I think it lasted for about. Uh, two or four two up to four months right. that the all, all of the ice holes were closed and yeah. so on so um at this moment we're in that position that uh all of the like uh semi-pro and uh, amateur uh, kind of stuff is yeah. uh restricted yeah. and the uh, ice holes are closed but only the like re- real pros yeah, the elite can leagues. play yeah. So, yeah 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 absolutely so uh so so ice hockey is out of the question then. So that leads me on to mm-hmm. one, one other thing uh, that has a, a, a Finnish link. And I absolutely loved it. Netflix. Everybody's been watching Netflix because there's nothing else to do. Or Amazon Prime. <laughs> uh, and as I'm flicking through various uh, TV series and binge watching, one of my favourites, mm-hmm. and I've been, we've binge watched, uh, and I think it was something like uh, 70, I don't know, 70 odd hours worth of it. Uh, and it was the uh, three seasons of Border Town. That Nordic Border Town. Oh, oh my yeah, that's, god, fantastic! That's an awesome series. I just like uh, finished the third season like uh, almost immediately when yeah. it came out in yeah. Finland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really one of my favorite series. I, I truly hope that they will, they will uh, make up their minds and <laughs> and uh, do another season because yeah. I think they announced that they will stop the whole uh, now, series I, and, I, and make it make a movie out of it i don't i don't get the point yeah i've seen that <laughs> really? as well i'm thinking no i want a fourth season carry sudden it yeah. oh what a character uh just a, yeah. a fantastic fantastic series yeah I, I i really love the uh, love the actors on on the series they yeah. they done they 
did a really, really amazing job. Yes, yeah, absolutely. C- can you recommend any other sort of that Nordic noir uh, type of programme then that I might not have heard of that I should watch? Because I, mm. I, I, and actually, and genuinely as well, um, I actually watch it uh, in the native dialogue and I, and I like to have the subtitles. I like to hear uh, the sort of yeah. actual Finnish speech or Russian speech as part of the, the series was. And I, yeah. I love to hear that. Uh, uh, so, you know, are there any other, any other Nordic noir crime things that you recommend that I might not have seen? <laughs> hmm. Uh, and what, what else have you been I love, watching? I, I, love, I love like a Swedish series or like a probably should call a movie series called Wallander like ah. with uh with W Alander yes. yes yeah yep so uh that's that's really a great one if you like uh like uh that sort of stuff yeah which, yeah, yeah. Uh, like like border town yes and uh then uh we have this uh absolutely awesome movie uh they have made a couple of remakes out of it uh, which is called Unknown Soldier. Uh, in Finnish, it would be Tuntematon Sotilas. Right, <laughs> and, right. Uh, yeah, and they they also made uh, they just recently made made a, a remake uh, out of the old version. Uh, the original version is uh, based on a book by Väinö Linna, Finnish writer. Yeah, and uh, they just recently made a movie. But they also made an uh, made a series out of that uh, same like movie yeah. with uh, like extended plays and that sort of stuff. I think it had like probably like uh, seven or nine episodes, right? And uh, it's it's like uh, whoa! It it tells a story about uh, Finland and uh, and uh, yeah, F- Finland uh, in. Uh, Second World War, right. well, World War, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of yeah. messing up. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. Yeah, no, I, no. I try, try to translate at the same time. Hey, I'm speaking, yeah, so. No, so like, hey, your English is way better than my Finnish. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm like, no. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Unknown uh, Soldier. I, I think you should probably oh, check man. that out. It's really, really like emotional, yeah. and also like, like uh, you can you can really like feel the horrors of yes. the war yeah you know like you can feel it in your guts yeah, when yeah. you're watch, watching it. Yeah. like it's so so amazingly done yeah yeah absolutely so are you a are you a film buff do you read a lot do you watch a lot of films are you like a a massive horror fan or a war fan or do you like science fiction rambo i don't know what sort of what sort of things what else do you watch i like to watch like every kind of stuff i i watch a lot of um historical like documents and uh um uh, yeah historical like uh movies which are based in uh real events yes. and yeah that sort of stuff yeah i watch a lot of that stuff and also i love uh yeah i love like old horror movies oh, and, yeah. uh, and that sort of stuff and uh then yeah, I I I love to watch uh, sci-fi and uh, fantasy films, yeah. and uh, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, a series called Dexter. Oh yes, I've watched it like uh, <laughs> probably like eight times or something. <laughs> oh, right. I I think Michael C. Hall is one of my favorite actors. Yes. And, uh, I cannot remember who played uh, the role of Deborah. 
Morgan on that series, yeah. but but that actor as well, actress, I should probably say, is uh, also one of my favorite, yeah, favorite ones. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just love uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, and, I, I, uh, yeah, I think that's that's almost a given for pretty much everybody. There's only one yeah. or two people that say <laughs> I don't even watch it. I've never seen it, but that's that sort of that took the world by storm, didn't it? Game of Thrones. Although, you know what I mean? Although, Go gotta on. mention, I fucking hate the, hate the <laughs> writers because uh, they ended uh, <laughs> ended the yeah. series. So, like, yeah, I know. It shouldn't have ended like that. Yeah, I, t- I to- <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, and and the fact that you know it didn't uh, sort of uh, in- involve well. I don't know, so, because he'd not finished the series of books and they decided to sort of gallop ahead and finish the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and, and, he, and he's even saying that, really, I, the, the books might be different to what you've seen on the TV when he gets round to, to finishing <laughs> them. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I agree, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was one of those where, I get it. no, that can't happen. Why are you doing it like that? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, totally agree with you. Totally agree. Uh, so the final, final question from me then, Ade, and I do thank you for your time. Um in terms of aspirations for the band, that all sort of, apart from, of course, uh, world, total world domination uh, and headlining Download Festival in the UK in a couple of years' time, if we have festivals <laughs> again, uh, what are the sort of aspirations for you guys and the band? What sort, what sort of things are you hoping to achieve out of it? Uh, well, we're obviously hoping to get tons of new fans uh, as we... Get, uh, start gigging uh, eventually. Start gigging, and uh, uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll have uh, pyramide dropping out. And yeah. uh, I'm really looking forward of of seeing and hearing all the comments uh, if the people like the album. And uh, and uh, right now, as as we cannot like do any shows, we're gonna organize a live stream event on April fifteenth. Yeah. And uh, and uh, we're gonna play Pyramide track by track and uh, uh, answer to comments and that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, people can. So, are you uh, doing that swing by and... when you say playing it? Like is that as in a listening party, or is it that you're actually listening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah listening cool. party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, we ca- we decided that uh, another live stream like show played show would probably be too much at this point yes and uh we didn't actually like have have a place or uh or a set list ready for that yeah because uh, everything is like delayed yeah obviously yeah so uh right now we're rehearsing to get the best out of our set list (laughs) in the future yeah and uh really looking forward to playing uk again we played there 2019 opening for sonata arctica we yeah. played in london but i really hope that we could was that the under was that play. the underworld gig was that the, it was a one-off wasn't it was it the underworld uh no it was electric ballroom oh right, <laughs> yeah. right so cool. really happy to get to play in at such a legendary yeah venue absolutely yeah yeah you know i could i could like uh like feel it on my fingers <laughs> like taste it in my mouth that like jimmy page was here <laughs> exactly exactly oh, yes exactly yeah 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 is that the only time you've played the uk then just that one one yeah show? unfortunately wow. unfortunately that, that's the only the only one so far but um uh, 
hopefully we'll have something next year. Yes. Uh, and I, I bet that we do. Uh, but right now, um, as things are really uncertain, I uh, can discuss more, much yeah, yeah. more about uh, that. Yeah, so. totally. yeah, you have things, things in the pipeline that aren't sort of secure. You absolutely get that because yeah, yeah. you've got, you know, with bands and touring and things like that, you know, you sort of got to work so far, uh, so far ahead and get things sorted out. And of course, mm-hmm. as, you, as you said as well, the unpredictability uh, of the current situation in European travel, which... You know, the pandemic is sort of peaking here, there and everywhere. In the UK, we're all yeah. having our vaccines and the rate's gone right down. But it's just it's just uncertain, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's totally true. Indeed, indeed. Well, uh, Ade, I really do appreciate you taking the time out to chat. Uh, wish you every success. Thanks for having me. Hey, no problem at all. Wish you every success uh, with the album Pyramide out April the 16th on Frontiers. It's an absolute banging album. And oh my God, we need to see you guys live over here in the UK, you know, praying for that day. Uh, and hopefully it'll not be too far in the future. I hope that too. <laughs> I really hope that too. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Okay, cheers, Thank mate. you so much. Cheers. Uh,